Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Listeners, and welcome to yet another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast with me, Million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, your ministry provocateur, iconoclast, firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire. You know you love me. Come on now. All right, so we have yet another great show for you today with another amazing minister. We are international all over the world with the show, and as always, we thank you for being here joining us. So, on the Skype line today... Joining us from London in the UK, but originally from Durban, South Africa, this gentleman is an evangelist and street minister, also a trainer on Inside Out for the Heal the Sick class. Joining us late night out that way, Regan Bothma. Regan, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, bro? Hi, million. I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, it's a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. And uh, let's get right into this. So talking testimonies, um, what kind of testimonies do you have of healing that you can share with us that's maybe a little crazy, a little weird out there? What do you have for us? Yeah, I think I want to start off with a testimony of word of knowledge. Just love the way that God just talks to us and, and can reveal things to us. So, you know, the one morning I woke up and um, as I woke up, I had this word of knowledge. I actually saw a picture of a leg. It was a shorter leg. And I was like, God, what is this? I said, well, he must have a name. So I literally asked God, I said, God, what is his name? So I felt God say, David. So I literally got a piece of paper out and I wrote down there, shorter leg. I then wrote down David. And I said, God, well, if he's got a name, where is he? And I heard God say, lifestyle center, spa. So I wrote this down. So as, as I was asking these questions, I was just writing whatever God was saying down. And then I said to God, you know, what time, what time is this? So I heard 8 a.m. So I wrote this down. So on my piece of paper, next to my bed, as I woke up, I had this piece of paper written down, shorter leg, which is the picture I first saw. Then I wrote down David, which I heard God say. And then I wrote down lifestyle, mall, spa, and 8 p.m. So I that's literally what I got in. I got in the car and I drove to the lifestyle mall at 8 a.m. And I had my paper in my hand and I stood. I felt the Holy Spirit say, you stand right here in front of the entrance of the spa. So I started, I just stood there and I wasn't even there for two minutes. <laughs> and this guy came limping up behind me. He stopped and he leaned against the pole right next to me. <laughs> I could, I could, I could actually see he had a shorter leg. So you could imagine like the excitement inside of me. And I walked up to him and I introduced myself. And he said, hi, my name's David. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I showed him the piece of paper in my, in my pocket that I'd written down David and I'd written down shorter leg. He was obviously like, wow, he was so shocked. And uh, I mean, I, obviously we were both overwhelmed at the situation and how God had spoken. And I, and I, and I could see noticeably he, he had a much shorter leg. Because he'd been limping, he was resting against the pole next to me. So I sat him down, and I saw there was a huge difference, 10, 12 centimeters. So I picked up his legs, and I just started to clear, grow out right now in Jesus' name. 
And as, a, as we did that, 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 that leg just grew right out. I mean, his response was radical. I mean, the leg just grew straight out in front of him. He was also battling with pain. And <clears throat> it went right equal length in front of us. It was a couple seconds. And he got up. I said to him, test it. And he tested no pain. It was just like we were just both amazed at God's goodness. And we've seen arms and legs grow out before, but the fact that God spoke so specifically and that we can hear his voice so clearly if we just ask him, it was just it was an amazing testimony. I, I really enjoyed that one. What was um, his response when you actually like showed him the paper or told him what <laughs> you'd done? How did he respond to that? He, he, literally like speechless, but at the same time overwhelmed and then um, – yeah, I mean, at the end he was laughing. He was he was obviously teary, like odd. He was, yeah, just overwhelmed, you know. So it's amazing. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Was he was he a believer already? Uh, no, he just no, he didn't. But I think he believed after that. Oh well, know? yeah, it yeah. Goes so without he, saying that point. he literally saw it go out in front of him. This was amazing. That's pretty cool. Okay, so let's yeah. have some more testimonies. What else you got for us? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, okay, we. I had a three-year-old boy we, we um, heard about who was suffering with leukemia. Um, he'd been given a couple of months to live. Uh, the doctors gave him just such bad negative reports that his, his leukemia had riddled his body and it got into such a bad state that the doctors were saying they actually can't help him anymore. Um, the mother was obviously, she was feeling so hopeless and, um, you know, I, I with, with a report like that, you only got a couple of months to live. Um, they said the only way this child would survive was a bone marrow transplant. And I, I, said to the, I said to the mother, you know, we believe God can heal this child. You need to give me a shirt because we couldn't go into the hospital to lay hands on it. I give me his shirt. I know the, the local banks were trying to raise money to fly him overseas for his bone marrow transplant, and they couldn't get enough money. Um, so the mother, in desperation, she gave me the shirt, and we prayed over it. As we know in the Bible, it's biblical. Paul prayed, prayed over items of clothing and gave to people that were healed. And we prayed over it and gave it back to the boy, and he wore the shirt. The next week, he went for tests, and it showed that all the leukemia had miraculously disappeared. No bone marrow transplant was needed for this child. It had just, like, miraculously gone. Thank you, Jesus. And and, and this tests me. Is, was it's so radical because they had all these doctors with all these proofs of this is what and this is how bad his leukemia had got. It got into such a bad state that they he literally had like a death sentence. And when we prayed over that shirt, we gave it to his child, he put it on, and the next week he went for tests. It was absolutely healed. And we've seen this with cancer before, like dissolving. Doctors can't find it, you know. So praise God, he's so good. Eh? Wow, that, that's pretty wild. Now, did you, you follow up with the family after that? Have you seen him recently or any anything further in that sense? Yeah, that's a good question because it's now like three years later, and this is a f- uh, friend of the family, and this child to this day is completely healed of leukemia, never had that thing come back again. And the mother, when she, when she, <laughs> when she saw the results that this kid had absolutely no more leukemia in its body. She put it all over Facebook that God had healed a child. <laughs> so oh, yeah. it was radical. It was so awesome. Had to do um, a little, uh, little PR for God at that point. That's, that's yeah, always a nice thing. Yeah, awesome. And then I've got a really nice one uh, of just living normal lifestyle. Uh, I went to a, you know, a hotel with my wife, and I was at the reception. I was just showing the two ladies at the reception some healing testimonies I had. Um, I had recorded these 
these uh, videos of people getting out of crutches and getting healed. I had, actually had it on my phone. And they were like, this is amazing. Can we call my friend? She's lying in bed with bad back pain. So I said, yes, go fetch her. And, um, you know, they brought her down. And I prayed for her. And instantly she felt the pain move down her body and out her back. And she was like instantly healed. But that's not even the best part of the story. She went back upstairs and she told everyone about it. I went to sleep that night. I woke up the next morning. The whole the hotel staff had heard about this healing. And they knew she was lying in bed with bad back pain. So they called me into the laundry room. Um, because now the word had got out that God is healing. <laughs> the staff were waiting for me in the laundromat. And as I walked in, I started praying. I was singing words of knowledge for people. And and people, there were three women that manifested devils. Three of them, they, they, they were con- like, you know, obviously manifesting, contorting, writhing, hissing, falling to the ground uh, under the power of God. And people were seeing this. I mean, this is like a hotel. And um, the manager of the hotel came out, and he was on the phone, but he was looking inside the laundromat from outside. He was too scared to come inside because he saw people just falling under the power of God. I don't know what he was scared of. I mean, obviously, this is quite a freaky thing to see. And and these devils were coming out of people. And literally, from a couple of staff members, it turned into about 50 people in a line waiting for healing, waiting for God's Spirit to hit them. because. In amongst all this, people were getting hit with the Holy Spirit. They were being filled with joy. And it was just amazing to see. Like, and every person I prayed for with pain that day got healed. There wasn't one person that wasn't healed, which is just amazing. So God is so good. He just, you know, if we just, we allow him to move wherever we go, whether you're at a hotel, whether you're on the street, God is there with us, which is, which is good news, you know. So. Here is my question, because we have about 30 seconds for in, uh, for ending this segment, and I just want to be clear on a couple things. Number one, how many how many days did you pray and fast before this happened? <laughs> That's a good question. None. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How how big was the worship team that set the atmosphere before you did all this? <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing uh, how many how many anointings or mantles fell on everything while you were gearing up for this? Nothing, yeah, nothing. At what do you mean? What? What do you mean? You mean you <laughs> yeah, just? You mean just as you go, you took hand, you took care of this and handled it, right? That's it. And the amazing thing is, when these things happen, and you just, and you just, you just know God is good. You know, th- miracles happen not only uh, healings, but gold dust has appeared uh, while we're praying for people. It's been so amazing, and um, you know, we, 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 and we got, we get the more you, you see this stuff happen, it becomes your reality. People getting out of crutches. And foot braces and wheelchairs. We stopped recording this stuff, and we you know, we want to show people this is what God does. He He loves us so much, you know. That's a it's amazing because listeners, we see this all over the world, all different people, all different places. There is no formula to all this. You just go and do it. Is the point I was trying to make with my uh, you know touchy little comments there for all you people that are uh, you know thinking you may have to do that. You don't. You just do it as you go, and cool stuff happens. So all right, we're done with our first segment. We're going to take a break, and after we come back, we're going to hear more about Regan and his uh, background and experience. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Back in a moment. Hey everyone, Million here. We would like to welcome Audible as a sponsor to this podcast and for you, the listeners of the Heal the Sick podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash million. 
M-I-L-L-I-A-N. You know how to spell it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash million for your free audiobook. Listeners, back on the Heal the Sick a podcast. Million again with you. Anytime, visit the website at dominionfire.com. Now, on that website, you're going to find all of our projects, including this podcast, the entire catalog. We're on the quest for 100. I believe we're about 89 today. We got, we're getting there, man. I'm excited. The podcast, we got another podcast called uh, Dominion Fire 360, which you'll find on SoundCloud. Been so busy doing this other stuff. I will get back to that, I promise. But in the meantime, there's some amazing stories on there you got to go check out. Um, also on Twitter, find, follow us at healing minister. Uh, the vlog is where I really want you to go. YouTube.com forward slash dominion fire church. Make sure you watch the videos, destroy that thumbs up button, subscribe. And uh, the more that you do that, the higher it gets up in the rankings and the more we get these messages out to people. There's a world waiting for this guys. People look around the world, right? You see Christianity around the world. To say it's a little stagnant right now is maybe a bit of an understatement. We need to maybe kickstart people a little bit, fire them up some. Okay, we have a tool to do that. So please help us in getting this word out to people and let's spread healing all around the world because God knows we need it. And uh, all of that, if you ever get lost on anything, it's at dominionfire.com. It's all there. Or you can email me at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com if you want something more specific. Happy to help you or to track down any of the guests on the show. All right, enough of my yapping. Back to our guest. He's the important one. Regan, let's hear about your background, your experience, how you came into all this. Tell us the story of you, please. Yes, great. Uh, well, I'm currently involved with uh, doing workshops in churches. Uh, I do training and equipping the saints, uh, just obviously for the work of ministry. Uh, I run workshops, and we just teach people how we can live a simple and effortless life uh, doing the gospel. And also... You know, we try to show people their new identity in Christ. That uh, we can, we can, we can demonstrate God's love with authority and power. And a lot of the, the core shows is exactly that. It's like identity in Christ. We we do healing the sick and hearing the voice of God with word and knowledge or prophecy. And we just take them out in activation sessions onto the streets and showing them how they can live a supernatural life. Uh, as for and also I also am part of the, the the training online with Inside and Out with Cheryl Fitz, which is great. That's an online resource, training resource where, where anyone who who wants to know about healing the sick prophecy can go online and uh, you can join the classes there. It's really great. Okay, but my testimony myself, where I've come from and and, and my background is um, yeah, I was I was pretty much doing life. My, and doing my own thing. I was partying a lot. Um, I was caught up in, in a cocaine addiction um, and also a lot of alcohol abuse. And yeah, it's, it's just a lot of a lot of years of uh, pretty much a cycle of you know doing things over and again, over again, and just you know just relapsing to cocaine. And over the years, I went to so many different psychologists. Uh, I, I think. I went to about three or four different psychologists, and honestly, my addictions just got worse and worse. I went to Narcotics, Narcotics Anonymous, and uh, I did a 12-step program that didn't help me. And eventually, uh, you know, someone took me to church, and um, I cried out to God, you know, for help. And uh, I started having encounters with the Holy Spirit. It was really amazing, you know. And Jesus just 
he just pretty much showed me that drinking, I was drinking from the wrong river, you know, that um, he was uh, the well that never runs dry, <laughs> and that I was drinking from the wells of this earth, you know, cocaine and and alcohol abuse was, you know, it was just the wrong well, and, and as soon as I realized that, it was radical, my, my, my cocaine addiction and my alcohol addiction just like fell away. I had encounters with the Holy Spirit. I was just experiencing him daily. I was just, I was literally like high on Jesus. I, it was just like ecstasy, bliss. <laughs> you know, you, you can't really describe what was going on, but it was just extreme joy. I went, I just went through the, the, the New Testament and I, and I just knew this is, this is the intoxicating love that, that God wants us to live in, you know, and, and from there, I, I, you know, I was so hooked on the power of God and, and through that, you know, going to hospitals and praying for people. Um, I also, uh, my whole life, I suffered from epilepsy. For 34 years of my life, actually, I, I suffered from epilepsy. Uh, I was diagnosed with epilepsy at the age of six years old. And I was taking pills like three times a day for the seizures I was getting. And, I, and, you, and if anyone knows about the Bible, you know, Jesus talks about this stuff. And, and epilepsy is a spirit, you know. And... Um, you know, the, the pills couldn't help me. Um, the doctors couldn't help me. You know, if you know anything about uh, medication like this for a sickness like this, it, it doesn't take it away. It only masks what's already there. So, you know, I was falling off my bed. My wife would see me having seizures. I was, you know, I hit my head. I'd knock myself out. I didn't know who, who was around me. So, you know, I decided I need prayer for this. And uh, because I was walking in the, the hospital, I saw people getting healed. I knew this healing was for me. And they prayed for me, and I felt God say, if you are healed, you need to test it. And, you know, I got, I literally, I got in my car, and I, I stuck my worship music on, and I was like, you know what, God's healed me. I, I'm believing God's healed me. I drove to the doctor where they, every year for the last 34 years, I've been doing EEGs, and my tests were obviously off the charts. I had epilepsy. I was taking pills three times a day. So for me to walk in the door, and this is what I did. I walked in the door and said, I've been healed. God has healed me. You need to test me. I mean, you can imagine the look that she she gave me. I mean, it was a bit crazy. Uh, I was quite radical as well. But, and uh, <laughs> she she tested me. And for 30 minutes, there's a flashing light. Everything, they couldn't find any epilepsy in me. Praise God. And, and I said to her, when she sat down, she looked at the charts. I said, what's the chance of that? And she said, for your condition, that's, that's impossible. And I said, you know, nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. And she was just, she was amazed, you know. And, uh, and now years later, I don't take any pills. I'm totally healed of epilepsy. And, uh, and I have doctor's reports to prove this stuff, you know. So praise God. He's so good at it. Wow. That's awesome. So where did you, um, where did you actually learn about healing proper now? Because that's, yeah, you know, going to church and getting clear of that stuff is phenomenal, but the actual like ministering of healing, where did that come into play? Something that's really changed my life is, uh, Kerry Blake's DHD, uh, DHT. And when he, it's so amazing because I heard Kerry Blake said this and it'll, I'll never forget this. He said to me, he said on the DHT, he said, in all my life, I've prayed for epilepsy. I've never not seen it healed. Jeez, that, that changed everything for me. I was like, wow, this is for me, you know? And, uh, and, and my whole process of, of, of learning about healing is based on what, you know, what I was hearing from the guys around me that, that healing's for now. And then I, I heard the DHTs that Curry Blake was putting out there that, you know, God's will is always 
it's always God's will to heal. And I was getting excited about it, you know, and I was walking hospitals. I was like, well, if it's God's will to heal, then I'm going to the hospital. I'm going to see the results. Even though I stood there and I, I knew God's will was heal, God's will was to heal. I never thought that God would actually use me until I started seeing it happen in my own life. And, and that's why I like to encourage other people to go out and do the gospel and to see God's miraculous power flow through them because it will. Um, you know, just you just need to believe. I, I, if I had to give anyone uh, a piece of advice, I'd say it's the ones who continue to do it that will see it. You know, because people give up. I see a lot of people come in and do it and they just give up, you know. But, um, you know, God will use you. And it's not like you have to climb a long uh, you know, ladder or you have to – it's a lot of long process to get there. It's just you need to realize that God will use you, you know. Definitely amazing. And what you're just saying there about seeing it through is huge because I have a friend of mine who just messaged me uh, the other day that he saw his first leg lengthening after, you know, I was talking for many years about different stuff. And it was funny because he said he just prayed for it. And it was like two, three times after it was over, they just checked and it evened up. He didn't actually see it move. It just happened. And he's like, it, it came. It just didn't come the way I thought it would. And I said, well, don't put expectations. And okay, boom, you got what you wanted, you know, so. So, but he was persistent in, you know, praying for people and seeing it through and, you know, and like all of us, you know, we have our ups and downs. We have our seasons of life where we just don't feel like doing it. <laughs> and then there's other seasons where you're totally on fire. You know, it's normal, but you still, as long as you're making forward progress, that's something huge about that. So just remember that listeners keep, keep pushing, keep pushing. So we're up against our second break show is just flying by today. And when we come back, we're going to have our really powerful segment of teaching and prayer. So make sure you stay here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Don't nobody go nowhere. Be right back. Hey, everyone. Million here. We would like to welcome Audible as a sponsor to this podcast and for you, the listeners of the Heal the Sick podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash million. M-I-L-L-I-A-N. You know how to spell it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash million for your free audiobook. Listeners, it is here. Third segment back on the Helistic Podcast. Regan Bothman joining us from London by way of Durban, South Africa. So uh, thus far on the show, we've heard some really cool testimonies, his amazing background story, which was phenomenal to hear all that. And now we get to bring some heat to you. This is the segment where we talk about uh, lesson time, a little mini sermons, just some stuff to kind of fire you up. So uh, Regan, what would you like to teach about today and share with our audience? Well. Coming from my background, I'd like to just share on performance, um, you know, just being saved out of uh, drugs and alcohol and, and, you know, that party lifestyle. I, you know, when I first got saved, I, I tried to do this gospel myself. You know, I tried to trust in my own human efforts. I trusted a lot in myself, you know. And, and the thing is, I should have been trusting in Jesus and his perfect performance on the cross. You know, I really, if I had to tell the listeners today, I was just telling them that, God is not looking at your performance, but he's looking at Jesus Christ's performance on the cross. We need to realize this because what Jesus has actually accomplished on the cross, we shouldn't doubt about, we shouldn't have doubt in our minds about our new identity. It's so important that we don't move away from the cross. 
And, you know, and when I first got saved, like I said, I moved away from the cross. I, I was trying to do the gospel in my own effort. And, you know, Paul preached about this stuff. He said he doesn't want us to move away from the cross because then we fall from grace and we trust in our own ability. And, guys, it's so important that we actually know what happened at the cross because, to be honest, a lot of people say, you know, they're saved, but they don't know what they actually saved into. They just know, they don't even know what happened on the cross. I mean, you know, Romans 6 tells us when we died, when Christ died, I died with him. You know, when he was buried, I was buried with him. When he rose from the dead, I rose with him. You know, I, I not only did I die to my old sinful self, and now I'm a new creation, and not only did I die to old nature on the cross, but I also died to the law. It's so important this because Romans 7 is so clear on this that we are now dead to the law. We are free, absolutely free from it. And now what is and like people often ask me, you know, what does that mean? It means at the cross there's a new covenant that was made. When Jesus died, no longer do I belong to the law. I now belong to Jesus Christ. I'm now absolutely dead to the law. So the law can't I can't use the law to justify myself anymore. I can only use faith in Jesus Christ. That's the new covenant. And it's such and I really I really tell people this. And I emphasize this a lot because you will never know who you are until you're trusting in Jesus. Because if you're using your own self-righteous effort and you're trusting in your own holiness and your own methods, you start making a process out of salvation, out of your uh, sanctification and out of your holiness when it's not a process. It's once off what Jesus Christ has done on the cross for us. So, guys, I want to encourage you. It's not about looking to the law. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. He died on that cross, and we now relate to Jesus by faith. If you're using the law, then you have fallen from grace, and you're trusting in your own self-righteousness. And I want to tell you, friends, that God's grace is a gift. It's a free gift. We cannot earn it. You know, once we've trusted in Jesus, we are holy, we are blameless, we are sanctified, we are set apart, and now we are free to do this gospel. You you will start to live a victorious life, guys. I'm telling you now, when you know who you are in Christ, you won't live under condemnation, you won't live under guilt, and I'm telling you now, you'll start seeing more results, especially in ministry, because everything has been provided for, and we can only access it by faith. Faith in the Son of God. That's it. I'm telling you guys, that is that changed everything for me. And you know what? We'll start living as children of God. That's so powerful, guys. So if people would like to track you down, ask you some questions, learn more about you and what you do, where can they find you? Okay, because you can contact me on, I've got a website. Uh, it's com. I've got uh, healing testimonies on there. People getting healed out of crutches. We've got a wheelchair. We've got foot braces. And, you know, we just want to show what God can do in our lives and through every single person. And on there is my, my email address, but I can give you my email address. It's regan one at gmail.com.
All right, listeners, and if you have any trouble tracking him down, by all means, email us here through any of our means, and we'll make sure we get in, uh, get you in contact with him as well. So now we are up on our prayer time. So, Regan, I would like for you to please pray for our audience at this point. And uh, anything whatsoever that comes to you, by all means, let it rip. So please pray for our audience right now and take us all the way to an amen, please. Yeah, Father, I just thank you for whoever's listening, that whatever uh, we share today, that the gospel has become alive in their Father, I just thank you for the grace of God in their lives. And, and, and even now, as we pray, I'm just, I just hear the name Paul and spinal column, and I speak to that right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I command that spine to come into alignment in Jesus' name. I command feeling in the legs and arms to come back normal in Jesus' name. I declare freedom over your legs and arms in Jesus' name. And right now, just I hear arthritis. Arthritis, I speak to you out in the name of Jesus Christ. I set you free in Jesus' name. And I see a, a lump uh, uh, where there's been a bad report by the doctors. I command that thing to leave in the name of Jesus. I set you free in Jesus' name. Now, Father, I thank you. I thank you for the cross. I thank you that even I see, uh, I see this pain that's shooting through a, a right foot and it's been hindering you. I speak that pain right now in Jesus' name. Go right now. And I thank you, Father, that we, I thank you for the people that are listening to this, that uh, we are not under performance anymore. We are under, we are in grace. We are in your grace, Lord. And I pray for the people right now that are listening, that they have a revelation of the grace, that grace will set them free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen, listeners. There you have it. And uh, thank you, as always, listeners, for being here on the show. If anybody out there, if that was you called out by name, or if you get healed in the crossfire of all that, we want to hear about it. So please. Um, email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com with your testimony from this or any other show because we actually have had some start to come in. So I like hearing that. So definitely share this with us. And uh, remember that anytime this show, the entire catalog, everything's available at dominionfire.com. We thank Regan for joining us today. It's a late night over there. He's hanging with us. Thank you for being here. And thank you all listeners just for spending this time with us every week. And we're going to continue to truck forward here at Dominion Fire, staying on our hustle. Eight months into this year, we're still hustling for 2016. So thanks again for being here. As we always say here at our ministry, boom goes Yeshua and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.